Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Dot Black Dad Podcast. My name is Marvin Harrison. Thank you so much for joining us today. Look at that sexy voice coming. Oh my God. We want to sell you things. Please send us your long card number and the expiration date and the security code on the back. Thank you. Uh, uh, my name is Marvin Harrison and I'm joined today. We have migration have saved us. Romanta Boita is returning. She's returning from I'm a Piano Fest. <laughs> you went yesterday. No, I didn't go. I don't know. He's so problematic because every time I'm a Piano comes on, he's like, come on, do your dance. Do your, do your wow. trouble thing. Wow. Speak to your ancestors so with your shoulders. To be fair, you do become a choreographer. When any and she any am a piano starts. Yeah. No. Like telling people you're not doing it right. Why you're not are you doing it right, Blackie. Stop do. it. You do. You coached me through several moves when there we went go. to everyday people. There you go. Wow. So what, what this was is the thing not, is this is where's the camera? This is not how I want to be known. <laughs> <laughs> Too late for that. I feel like yeah, because you're South African and South Africa is like popping and it's growing and it's cultural ascension in the diaspora to the fifth place in the diaspora charts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You now get into the place of where you become the like or- orator. Ambassador. Ambassador mm. of anything South African. So people just come up to you and just be like, I'm a piano. I mean, just stare at you. The racism Tyler that said, we've gone in with sorry. straight away here on this the podcast. The racism? Yeah, yeah. Tyler South Africa's not a race, so <laughs> it cannot be. <laughs> 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 yeah. Tyler is coloured. Explain. Wow. Well, can we? Whoa. Okay. He's not even <laughs> easing wow. anyone into no. it. You know? Also, if you say that to her, that's 20 minutes gone on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> I was like that. That's, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. yo. Not I didn't come here for this. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it light. Keep it light. So, so, so welcome back, Romantha. So, so good to have you. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, also, we have Darwood. Darwood's returned. Thank you. Hi, Darwood. Hi there. How you doing? You're not allowed I, to miss postcards, you bought. I know. Mm. I messed up and got my days mixed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I started relying on technology. Uh, my dates rather than the moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you know me, I live up in the clouds. So, yeah. Um, Darwood, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back. Well, thank you for having me. I almost got married, then I got rebuffed. Ooh, awkward. Oh, Speaking wow. of which, the proposal that was rebuffed by... That is not a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you reject me? <laughs> Just like my mother. So, Hello. hi. Hello. Hi, Scarlett. How are you doing? I'm good. So, wait, your mother rejected Darwood? No, I was being wow. Darwood. Wow. 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 What's happening? Let's wow. unpack that. So, let's wow. unpack that. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off. Let's unpack that. <laughs> Don't worry when people say your mum, you got you got to throw. We're doing your mum jokes in everything. Yo, you got to throw your pencil down. That's that's your pencil case. Like take your blazer off. It's on. The, this is the energy that I bring to the podcast. Oh, wow. Filth. I was going to say, because, yeah, this is, I know the last podcast you did appeared on. I, I feel like, Scarlett, you were very disrespectful just there. And I think... I think I, <laughs> everybody, welcome Scarlett Douglas. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully today she's not cussing anybody out for being late. Um, we'll talk about that another time. Also joined again... But a handsome, grey bearded, 
voice of the BBC, of the England Queen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Neil Darty, re- how are you doing? Re- recorded. So I say his name again, but I still got a recording of him saying, um, do- and next on, do black dads. Yes, we do. From the, you, yeah. you did our voiceover did when our, we oh, did, did the I? BBC yeah. okay. after EastEnders. Yeah. Yes, I did. I yes. Remember, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You didn't join. You didn't join the actual episode, but it's fine. Oh. We don't. We I, don't need you. I, I rarely get the call. Ah, okay. uh, here we go. What's up? Everyone's a bit spicy like today, isn't it? Someone needs to hand out hugs. My TV, please. Mm-hmm. So, with Neo how you doing? I am very well, thank you very much. So, thank you you, you normally are wearing. You're wearing the beads that Dar was normally wearing. What mm. are these ethnic beads that you're wearing, and how do we sell them to white people? Go. Not ethnic. <laughs> 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 How do we tell them that it has healing properties like it's like it's yoga pants? How do we sell it? <laughs> Over to you, Darwood. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. You know what? The more we wear it, the more they'll take it over. Oh. The thing is, you're not wrong. You're not well, wrong. There's a fact happening here. You're not wrong. Jeez. Wow. I wasn't, All right. well, that right was, I wasn't ready for this one. You know? Nope. Really wasn't. Well, let's move on quickly before white people start taking stuff from us. <laughs> Again. I, need, I need everything I've acquired. Thank you. They probably hit pause in the thing. I was just joking. It was a joke. I promise. Wait, wait. It was just, I was just joking, Tom. Yeah. Tom. Oh. Yeah. oh, man. Right. So today I want to talk about having children. Yeah? Mm. It's a really important conversation because three of us have had children. One of us is open to having children. One of us isn't. So we have a right mix around the table. We call it democracy. Oh. It's very Greek of us. Mm. Um, so I, for me, I had children at 32, 31. Jesus, you don't remember. It was so, so much trauma. I don't remember the time. <laughs> it was so long ago. I was, I was 31 years old and I had children. It was very intentional. So uh, I think at the time, uh, my mother's children, she had a best friend and a cousin. And they had children literally in the, within the six months before. And I was like, look, man, it's time. <laughs> Give me your womb. No, I'm joking. No, but ah. no, I do think it's important. Hey, just, you know, we were married. It was fine. You could do that. Um, but the, the most important thing is I was ready. She had questions about wanting to be more stable and more, more, more. And I was like, cool, but give me the list of things and I'm going to go and do them. And then we're going to go have some children because I want to be a dad. So it was a lifelong ambition for me. But I know a lot of people didn't necessarily have that level of intention. Mm. And so it just happened to some people. And I think it's also, if I think there's like a time when you... you are in the phase of having kids. It's like a kid's time. And then I think when you get out of that, it just gets really, really hard. I know some of my friends who are like late 30s, early 40s, who are just like, I now have to come to terms with maybe not having children now because it's not that I don't want to, but it's actually too hard to probably try and make it happen. I got to force a relationship. I'm fighting biological um, clocks. And I think between all of those things, that pressure creates just an unhappiness. Mm. Like you're no longer even enjoying the process. So I think like, Everyone's in a different place of journeys. When did you have your kids, Darwin? Uh, had my first son when I was 24, going on 25. Mm. And he's 22 years old now, so you can work wow. out my age. So he's basically at the, almost at the time when you were mm. you were mm-hmm. considering it. Uh, I, I, I wanted to be a dad at that time. It was my idea, but I didn't discuss it with his mum. Explain what does that sound like to to everybody else? That knees not breathing. <laughs> Need if you're gonna die, tap the table so we don't pause the recording. <laughs> if you're just in shock, it's fine. Uh, um, oh, as you said, it was in the nineties. Uh-huh. When it was in the early nineties, so I don't want to be problematic. But if you're going to bed without your shields. Yeah, shield. <laughs> shields okay. up. Yeah, shields up. And whatnot. And you're both consenting to no one going in there with shields. And you're doing fire in the holes. <laughs> Someone's going to get pregnant. Wait, hold on a second. Is shields a condom? Yes. Yeah. Or is shields her saying no? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he did say they don't want to be problematic. Yeah, I know. So I yeah. want to know what scale no, are you no, talking no, no, about? No, 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 It was a loving relationship. Okay, cool. I, I, I would never, like, one of the things I'm most fearful of in this life is taking from a woman without consent. Cool. Uh, so, so yeah. just just, just, just for, for clarity terms. No the condoms. Bear back. Okay, cool. Wow. <laughs> no rubbers. Okay. <laughs> Let me spell it out. That, that, so that's our sponsors, guys. Yeah. yeah. All 12 of them have now pulled out. And it's just us. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull out. <laughs> oh, Clearly. Wow, Jesus Christ. Now I have a 22-year-old. Uh, uh, uh. Wow. There's a lot happening. Yeah. And then know. I've also got a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, again, I didn't pull out. Okay. Yeah. 
Is that is that a strategy? Well, not pulling out. Mm. Uh, it's a stupid strategy. Mm. No, but it's a strategy. So, like, do you secretly look at it and be like that? I wanted the family, and I wanted more children, and my partners did or didn't. Did you have a conversation with your? I did. I didn't have a conversation Mm -hmm. with either of them. And then, so what was the actual thinking in terms of her specifically being someone you want to have children with? Um, they were really good women. Mm. They are really good women, Mm. and. Also, if you can accept who I am in totality, because my child will be that plus you. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Mm. They can love you fully. They can love your child fully. Yeah. And why did you not have, why did you choose not to have it inside a vehicle like a marriage or, or I would more have. formal? I would have if I had, like, I proposed to someone earlier and that's still on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. With kids. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that kids were included or thrown in. Oh, yeah. Uh, now you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's okay. Nigerian. This, this, by the way, yeah. this proposal was just so I could go and watch Prodigy on Friday. Literally. No, 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 uncle. This is better because she could see me. She's oh, like, okay. Oh. okay. Wow. Strategy. Yeah, look. Oh, me too. I've got well, great beard. I know, I know the effect bears have on women. I don't think me too is a great... Piece of language oh, right wow. now. I know, so, I know, so. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, so, jo- jokes yeah. aside. So sponsors, just so you know that I technically didn't consent to any of this. Please feel free to wow. send me briefs. I would love Even to. Even though I perpetuated it, I didn't consent to it either. <laughs> okay, cool. What about you, Nee? I forgot what the question was. <laughs> you, have, you have two children, yeah. consensually, with your partner. With your wife. Mm-hmm. With your wife. At what point did you decide that children was the answer? What was happening in and amongst your life and surroundings? So that was... We... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No, no, no. I've been together for like over 20 years now. So that was about 10 years... 11 years ago we had our first child and it was yeah it was very very intentional um when we decided that we were gonna have a child we then um struggled Mm. to have a child um and that actually both of us just kind of threw us off course because it was like a lot of people think you're you're just gonna have a child so you just go and have a child. And, mm. and I think it's actually a conversation that we don't have enough on talking about fertility for both men and women. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so we had to go on this fertility journey. Um, and and I always say that we were one of the lucky ones. Mm. Um, so we were like a week away from our first, I don't even know, she knows all the details. The first appointment that you go when, when you're doing... Um, IVF. IVF, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, <clears throat> and then it happened naturally. Um, and so we, we, but we, we had a very long, emotional, traumatic journey up until that point. Mm. Um, and May I so ask how long that journey was? 18 months. Okay. Wow. 18 months. A year, between a year and 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of low. I, I would say that probably our lowest lows of our relationship came in that period. Because mm. 
there there was a point where we had to sit and really sit with the idea of actually we may not have children mm. and that was never a part of the plan we were always going to have children mm. um and so then having to to kind of even just wrestle with that idea it was yeah definitely like one of the the most traumatic parts of our relationship mm. but 11 years down the line 11 year old a 10 year old um and can uh, I ask how old you were? Sorry, I've got so many questions. Yeah, no, here. absolutely. When um, you were first trying. That's right, I'll just hang back here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you go go <laughs> off to the corner. So many <laughs> or Marvin, uh, if you could maybe ask me uh, how, how old they were. Make please. him feel wanted. Make him feel wanted. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Scarlett. I'm joking. Go 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 go. Um, so we, I was 32 when Akai was born. Mm. So it started around 30. Okay. Yeah, mm. And yeah. your wife's the same sort of age? Yeah, same yeah. age as me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we. I wish she was here because number one, her memory is much better than mine. But number two, she just knows the the, the everything inside and out. Mm. Um, and for the, I do feel a little bit guilty sometimes when I talk about it because for the most part, I feel like I, even though we wanted the thing equally, mm -hmm. where she was just. I mean, obviously, it's her body as well. Going for it, she she was the driver. She she drove everything, and and my wife is also a very very intelligent woman. And so I was just quite happy to, all right, so we'll, we've got to do this. All right, all right, cool, we'll do this, we'll do this. We'll, we'll do this, we we'll do that. And then I just remember we got to a point where everything felt a little bit too technical for me. Mm. Um, we're going to do this at that point like this. Like a scheduled schedule yeah, for yeah. And, intimacy. And, and when she watches this, we'll sit and we'll watch it together. And at this point, she, she can look over and just roll her eyes at me. <laughs> is that one of the things that I did say through the process is just like, can we just relax? Mm. Like, let's just relax a little mm. bit. Um, and and I think what happened was, is that when we submitted to the fact of like, okay, we're going on this IVF journey. It's not something we wanted to do. Mm. It's not something we planned for, but we're going on this journey. And I think once we submitted to that, we both became more relaxed. Mm. And so then after that, sex wasn't, oh, okay. It was like, I want you, you want me, let's go. Mm -hmm. And then the thing happened. Mm. So, yeah. That's powerful. And back to back as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, what? well, the funny thing about that was, so after the first child was born, we we were like, okay, so we accept that we're just that couple that can't conceive easily. Because, you know, in terms of changing our diet, supplements, all of that, we were doing all of that. So we were like, all right, so when we want to go for number two, we know the regime that we need to put ourselves on to do that. And so in that time after number one, we're just enjoying, we're just enjoying. And um, boom, it happened mm. Boom. without mm. any, you know what I mean? And so that's that's why the gap is so so close, but mm. I, I also wouldn't change, I think it's probably the best thing that we ever did having that gap being so, so, so small. Mm. Cause you know, you, you see the boys together, they're just, yeah. Mm. Like you, you sort of documented your journey and up until then it was just, inconceivable to my mind that people and couples would go through this to have mm. children mm. like I just it just went on my radar mm. and you documented it so well that like I was like oh I thought I knew you guys but then seeing that and I was like I'm glad it was a couple like you that could go through that because there was no fallout and because I met you mm. as a couple mm. and how strong you were like you are a definition of black goals easily mm. and then to get through such a serious thing and come out at the end of it mm. in such a beautiful way. Thank you. Mm. So, yeah, you know what's funny? Because I think you get this a lot where people say you're black gold and I stuff. I know, I, I know you hate it. I, I sense the, I sense the energy. I appreciate the... Yeah. the, the, the but, yeah, no, but that's yeah, how... Because yeah, we yeah. met when we were young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. And, but I, I do think it's good to contextualise it because I think it's not about you being like the shiny perfection couple who like go around and do red carpets. Mm. It's just about making it at this point. Mm. Like I think many of us just respect the fact people can do 10, 15, 20 years and that dream of being together for a lifetime is even possible. Mm. And that's not to put pressure on you or to like hold you up into the super highest and make it uncomfortable. Mm. It's really just a mirror of what you have done. Irrespective of like where you are, like even mm. you said that last last podcast, that it's been challenging at times. Mm. 
Like, yeah, we we all know this because if you're in a relationship, that's one thing you can't escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you're still together and you're now into, into sort of 20 year numbers, we just appreciate it Friendly. because we all need a vision to be able to say to do that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just to keep, you know, staying on dating apps when we're 50. I just want to clarify that because I didn't like the way it came out of my mouth when I said that, when you said it and I said, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, um, the definition, not the definition, what it's called. Yeah. No, it's because what it is is, I remember years ago, years ago, I got a, a message from somebody on Facebook and I think I must have posted a picture of the family and, and they were like, oh, I look up to you, da, 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 this, that and the other. And it, it, a relative stranger. So you feel that pressure anyway. Um, but then also, because every time I have an argument or a disagreement with my wife, I don't post it on Facebook, mm. you guys understand 100%. you're getting the best mm-hmm. of us yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you didn't see um, when i cussed her out the other day do you see what i'm mm. saying you don't you don't see my face when when i have to pull out her hair from the bathroom plug and thinking but why to, am I, to be all fair, of them things like, but to be fair like I'm if so you look you at someone that plug, that um <laughs> put all their all their <laughs> arguments out and not just pull out her hair <laughs> and i was like i'm so glad you said pull out from the plug i was like hey. <laughs> sorry no no but um you can see what's happening with Will and Jada mm. about putting your whole relationship yeah, on display yeah, yeah. and whatnot, like and the flat that they're getting, but no one's looking at mm. the fact that they're still together. Yeah. They've worked yeah. through things. Yeah. That's that real headline. Mm. Like mm-hmm. they're working mm. through things mm. and they're showing us that you can get through difficult moments yeah. in your relationship. And that and that often gets missed. I mm. think it's I think it's so important for I know I know you're like I don't want to be in the spotlight I don't want to be known as that mm. person who's the ambassador for you know people who have gone through things like mm. this but it's so important that it's out there because people mm. this is like a shame element for mm. a lot of people mm. for men for women but also you have the added on pressure from the f- extended family and mm. the family in law when are my grandkids coming? All of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just like the public. It's also like family. Yeah. And I wanted to know, like, did you guys get pressure when you were trying? Were you outright like honest with the family and saying we had issues and we're trying? Um, so my mum knew, her mum knew. Um, uh, there were people very, very close to me who didn't know. And then after it happened and then I felt like I could talk about it, mm. they were like, oh yeah, I went through that as well. Mm. And you're like, wow. damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why and are we not a, why are we not talking? Yeah. Yeah. There's a silence around. And it. so a few years back now, um, Nana and I did a podcast about it. Um, it's it's still online for Evan's sake. You can it's on Spotify, you can listen to it. Yeah, that's that's how I knew about yeah. the journey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that as well, doing that podcast and receiving receiving messages from men and women, but in particular, receiving messages from men just saying thank you. And then you're like, oh, so, I mean, I, I never really had an issue talking about it and I don't have an issue talking about mm-hmm. it, but getting those messages from all of these random guys just saying thank you. I'm like, yeah, so really this, well, there's a lot of people yeah. that are going through this thing, yeah. but in the same way that when I was going through it, when I was going through it, I didn't speak to anybody. Even when I finally spoke to my mum about it, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, this is long it's crazy yeah but how am i talking to my mom about this but Mm. you know and then she's all she's also got the the ghanaian remedies of you have to to eat this you have to eat that yeah what are those things because i i know that you know that's why people and i encourage everyone who's listening to not ask people oh when are you having a baby or when is Uh, the baby coming that was because that's the most intrusive personal question that you could Mm. ask anyone Mm. yeah it's just, oh, when are you guys having babies? Or when's your turn? You're getting older now. Yeah, and yeah. we kind of accept it from mm. like older, you know, African parents and mm-hmm. Caribbean parents because mm. we're like, ah, it's just yeah. auntie asking. But it's so triggering for people yeah. who are struggling. Yeah, I don't, so we, you know, that we got to a period where, especially with her, if there was a family party coming up, she would, she'd like, not doing it. Because mm. the the it and you know it, you know that the intentions are are good, especially from the older generation. That you know, but it's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. Because hey, where's the kids? Where's the kids? Where's the kids? Mm. And you're like, well, actually, we're going for a process, right? You know, and nobody <laughs> nobody thinks like that, and especially that generation as well. Where I just think like it, it probably wasn't as much as a thing. Maybe it wasn't. They never spoke about. Yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah. But 
yeah so it it was it was a lot and then especially then when you also move into a phase where a lot of people in your friendship circle are now having children mm. and a, and again a close friend of mine um had a child and not long after that he's like yo what you doing man hurry up man and i'm like yeah okay and don't remember i love him to bits but i remember that hurt that bun me that bond me. Did it ruin your affinity to him for a period of time? Not at all. Mm. Like, because I, you know, when you're going through something and then you understand that actually these people won't understand. Mm. And so it was never in me to be like, oh, you, duh, because I just, you just don't get it because mm. you've been blessed not to go through it. Yeah. Um. So it, it felt, it would have felt wrong of me to, you know, to then be like, look at this. What not having I'm guessing so, you would have been malicious about it. And it wasn't it. malicious. Yeah. It was like, you know what it is? If I wasn't going through it and I had a child, I might have made the same joke to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the that's the that's the relationship. Yeah. So it's like I can't be I can't be mad about that. Um but it hurts. Mm. It hurts. Um Scarlett, what's your vision for family as a fine, fine, dusky black one that we want to put <laughs> on the market? Multiple proposals. Already had a marriage proposal from over there. <laughs> I know. What's going so to be saying, man? Um, so I, I absolutely want to have kids. And I have been through a period where I'm not sure. I think, yeah, I definitely want to have kids. And I'm like, actually, I don't know because I quite like my life how it is. I like mm. to travel around the world. I've got my house. It's immaculate. I don't need kids with their little chocolate fingers touching my cream couch. <laughs> um, like, literally, yeah. my nieces and nephews come yeah, round and I just cover go. the couches. I'm like, do not touch anything. Don't even look at anything other than the television. I don't want to hear you. Uh, but I love them. Like, I love kids. I absolutely love being around kids. And I have even mentioned to my brothers, I'm not sure if I want to be a mum. And they've always said, you should totally be a mum because you'd be a great mum. And that's really nice to hear. I'm knowing you five minutes and I don't know that to be true. Oh, well, thank you very mm. much. Um, <laughs> that's not even a move. That's, that's real. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but I'm very much at a stage now where I'm 36. Mm. Um, I know I look young. Thank you, everybody. Um, what cream do you use? Hey, I think Kiehl's, actually. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, maybe we can Expensive. get Expensive, you can't afford it. No? Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> do you have 68 pounds for a tub of cream? <laughs> I'm using my sister's shea butter. <laughs> so if we stop using Vaseline then. Hey! hey yes. It's so old school. Poverty is over now. Yeah. <laughs> so old school. Um, That's a petroleum jelly with it. That's it. Was, was, was any of you, um, you, I don't know if this happened with ladies, but were any of you two like the kid that turned up to school? Yeah, shiny Absolutely. Shiny that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Olive oil. My mum used to give me olive oil when there was no cream. My <laughs> The fact that we even had olive oil was like, you know, it's delicate. weird Bougie. finding out how Jamaican households were so similar to African mm. households. We, we that's shipped yeah. in different yeah. directions. Yeah. The customs um, are the same. So, like, in Dettol as well. Yeah, yes. yeah. that was yes. standard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to the yes. point that smell yes. meant that that I was my smell. Yes. <laughs> I, would never I hate that, that smell. Dettol, yeah. what, what does yeah. it achieve it's though? What's nothing? It's crazy. Because kids are full of germs. That's why. That's what it is, isn't it? It's antiseptic. Nah, 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 nah. Dettol sold people a dream <laughs> yeah. and said, clean your people with this yeah. to sell clean more bettles of Dettol. Two layers Dettol, of skin. Is, Dettol is not in uh, um, modern black households yeah, now. Yeah, nah, but yeah, I right. know if I go to my mum's house, yeah. I'm seeing Dettol in there. That, yeah. that, their 7% market share is what is happening. 100%. 100%. Oh, when they started seeing it dwindling, they had no idea how to market it yeah, to a, yeah. a new young crowd. Imagine. Even during COVID. Kills COVID. Yeah. Mm. No, so they marketed it different. Like, yeah. oh, you spray it on stuff. So you was telling me to bath my children. <laughs> <laughs> and it also kills COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we interrupted. Oh, Sorry, go on, continue. It's fine, it's fine. The COVID killers. It's like, AKA black killers. It's like, yeah. <laughs> It'll be, you know, I need to find that from my, my um, other friends from other races if they had this oh, in their no, house. No, Tommy did not have Dettol in his house. No? <laughs> he didn't buy it. <laughs> they had it. They just went bathing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to clean the floor like everybody else. <laughs> Yo, why people trying to get us, you know? You're like, you're overpopulated. <laughs> There's some products. Yo, yo, whoever's editing this, put Dettol on the screen. Yeah. 
Let people know what it is. Free oh. advert for them one time. Oh my god. <laughs> Next series will be sponsored so, by Sorry, Scarlet. You were That's talking okay. about the very <laughs> heavy, the heavy topic oh. of, your, of your views on oh, family. So, sorry, as soon as you said it, I just got trauma back to my childhood. With the, my my, my mum used to slap my face with with Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. why? Oh, but but it's come, it's making a comeback. Vaseline and putting it on your face. They call it um caking. Ceiling. S- 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 anyway, there's a, all right. It's making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yes, so I'm 36. Um, thank God, Dettol has not done anything too bad to my skin to date. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, and I'm I'm definitely at a point now where I'm having complications as a woman, mm. um, which. In, in terms of fertility, I hope my fertility is fine. Any fertility test I've done has stated that for my age, I have the right amount of eggs, et cetera, et cetera. But you do get to a point where you're like, every month now I'm having a period. I'm like, oh, that's a set of egg reserves that are now going mm. and dying and it's going to keep happening. So as much as I'm not freaking out and be like, I need a man, so I need to have a kid right now. Mm. If it doesn't happen for me, it doesn't happen for me. Maybe I'll adopt mm. um, or it's something I can look at at a later date. But right now it's very much... I have health issues that I have to look into. Mm. Um, I um, I might as well talk about it because I think it's important that we speak about it again. Otherwise it will be silenced and we never get to express and other people might be, or other women might be going through the same thing. Um, so I have fibroids that mm. I found out, two little ones, um, which definitely something is going on over the last kind of six months. I've noticed in between periods, I'm spotting a lot more and it's worrying me and, and I've been, spoken to my doctor. I've got an appointment with a gynecologist. Another thing that I think is women, we don't really do. We don't book and go and see oh, a yeah. gynecologist mm-hmm. and have like a check, a feminine check. Um, and as far as I know right now, I'm, I would still be able to have children, but I don't know the, the the speed that these fibroids might grow. I don't know if I'll have to have a hysterectomy or mm. have, I can't remember what it's called when you have the fibroids removed. I don't really know exactly where I'm at until I can speak to somebody mm. that's either been through the same process or speak to a professional. Mm. So... My wife had fibroids. Right. Um, the younger son's mom had fibroids. Yeah. See, it's very common. talk about, especially within black women. So she reduced hers. I would really love you to speak to her. I would love that as yeah. well. Um, so she reduced hers through a combination of things, supplements, um, teas and whatnot have you. And she really, like when she went back to the doctor, he was like, uh, kind of like, wow, how, okay. did, how did that happen? So yeah, I would love to. to them, please. That yeah. would be great. Thank you. Um, but it is a topic where I'm like, I'm starting to see someone now. Sorry, Darwood. Um, and wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, Whoa. I've been fighting this all morning. Oh. Wow. Just the way it was dropped. No, no, I'm hurting. I was hurting from before we came into this podcast. <laughs> and then I'm doubly hurting, but I'm okay now because she apologised. Okay. No, but she brought him back up again. That means it's No, real. no, she told she used him to rebuff me in the beginning. Yeah, but that's normally a tactic. And now she's saying it as like fact. It's happening. Yeah, but what she's okay. what she's okay. offering with her boyfriend. I'm so sorry, <laughs> sorry, Scarlett. I'm, so I'm sorry. offering her husband. Well, I'm just trying to reconcile with my friends. Sorry, it's okay. Let's I'm her. Move. Let's move. Um, <laughs> so long story short, I actually had a conversation with him. I was like, yeah. I know that you want to have children. Mm. I want to have children, but I'm also in a situation right now where I don't know my body situation Mm. so if that means for you you don't want to take that risk and you want to move on that's fine we're not that deep into it Mm. i like you you like me but i don't want to hold you back from something that you might potentially not be able to have the normal conventional way Mm. and i remember him kind of being like i really appreciate that you've said this to me but actually i'm very aware now that that's probably going to be my situation because all of his friends around him are also going through the same thing or they've mm. had those issues with their partners and they've either had to do IVF or whatever else they've had to do to now have their children. So it's like, it's something that I just feel as though I will have to go through and I want this to continue. So mm. I'm not going to walk away from something because of a potential thing that may or may not happen. Yeah. I was like, I really appreciate that. But for me, I'm thinking I could be a burden to you mm. and I don't want to be a burden. Mm. Um, and maybe that's the wrong way of looking at it. But if we are quite early on in our relationship stage, I'm going to give you that option if you want to walk away. What's, it's not it's not sad. It's a stark, honest mm. realisation that better conversations need to happen yeah. in yeah. relationships yeah, at the course. beginning. Mm. And actually, I just feel like if we were all a little bit honest at the beginning, it would be much better for our relationship, also for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I think too often we kind of dive into the concept of relationship, marriage, being a parent, but we never talk about the practical elements, mm-hmm. like who yeah. are the, who is the person I'm doing this with? Mm-hmm. And it kind of speaks volumes that you're making, you created a little mini door 
for him to walk through and he didn't walk through it. Yeah. Which is smart, beautiful. Smart man. Thing is, I've already met him, so that would you had no chance. But the whole point <laughs> is, yeah. no, that's cool. We, no, I'm already just, I'm already starting just, to become a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Invite him on the podcast. We'll have a chat. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already be a, already a fan. Mm. I'll apologize for trying. It. <laughs> that, but it was I'm only for, to be fair. If we're going to discuss it, I did it on air. But Charlotte knows it was just for Charlotte. one eat. Oh, sorry. Scarlet. Scarlet okay. knows. So yeah, I'm really I mean, that's, nice a, that's a wrap. That's a red flag. Yeah. Isn't it? But I was only offering it for one night, uh, just to go and see the prodigy on Friday. I'm sure there's other consensual ways to, to do that. I'm just maybe just yeah, ask. It feels like that no, was a lot. No, because she said her boyfriend was going, and I was trying to oh, like, find oh. the angle. But I knew I weren't going to be going. So. Okay. I think Ticketmaster is still selling. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, yeah, I deserve that. When we, when we went I to Antigua, that. yeah, I me, me and Scarlett went to Antigua in August, okay, and so it was it was two women. I was gonna say it's three women, including me. That's how you know I just I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> was that a Freudian slip? <laughs> no, I was visualizing the back of the bus, and, and, and I was thinking that so there was two women and four men. Mm-hmm. There were other people on the trip, but we don't talk about them. So there was... <laughs> wait, wait, stop it, cut that out. So there was two women and about five men on this coach, and we were traveling around, and somebody needed to be the designated uh, whooper of asses. <laughs> And uh, Scarlett nominated herself to be this person to keep us in shape and in order. Excellent. So imagine that energy yeah. for five days straight Excellent. without filter. So I was busting up because there was one point where someone came in late. Let's say we have to meet at the top of the hour and now it's 20 minutes past. And the person that you see you waited 20 minutes for is walking towards you like on their phone, head down, like slow, dragging their feet a little mm-hmm. bit. And then she exhaled. Just like any, loudly. any man that's been in a successful or yeah. unsuccessful relationship knows what that no, exhale, yeah. when it's coming out of the nose and mouth at the same mm-hmm. time, yeah. that this is not going to go well. Yeah. And then it proceeded with this mumba. I remember one did a breath of, I have to say something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so I, I'm at the back in the corner. Which was my safe space. And I look up and in my head, in my head, I was like, I don't think that's a good (laughs) idea. (laughs) And and then someone else said something. She said, no, 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 no. No, I think I have to say something because if I don't say something, it's going to make me frustrated. It's better that I say this and I feel the feelings myself. I was like, these are profound therapeutic understandings. I was like, cool, you express yourself. (laughs) And then you know when you, someone gets in the car and you say how you feel, and then the guy just went, all right, sorry, Scarlett. Sorry, Scarlett. And it just killed. It just was like, and then she was like, <laughs> she, she was like, yeah, you know, because like, I just really feel like I had to wait here and everybody knows the rules and everybody knows the times. And then he just went quite like, mm-hmm. and just left it dead. Yeah. She was on fire. But you know what? I you should have, why didn't you come mm. and interrupt the session before this? I could have done, but the mm. door was locked. Oh, because you, no, oh, you guys right. were waiting. That we needed you. Can you keep your you. personal grabs to done. yourself, please? We're like we were recording professional but podcasts. In terms of timing, though, like you know, it's disrespectful to people if you're wasting their time. Mm-hmm. Waste your own time. 100%. But there's a group of us. We've already missed activities yeah. that I was looking forward to doing. Speak Other it. people were late. Speak yeah. it. So Starfish. we are now on dot. Um, no, it, it was Scarlet. the. Um, Stingray. Stingray. Mm. Stingray City, which I love. We didn't get to do that. Mm. So oh. be late on your own time. Mm-hmm. But when there's a whole bus full of people waiting to do cool things, just be on time. Mm-hmm. It's day five. And I've moaned every single day. So surely just be on time. So I don't moan. Surely. Mm. Anyway. So, Ramanta, what is your view on family? How do you look at it? Mine is opposite to everyone on the table. I, um, I think I... Ha- in my in my twenties, maybe maybe late teens, I accepted that I was gonna have children. So you're just like, oh yeah, one day I'm gonna be a mom. You know, I never I never looked myself in the mirror and asked, do I want children and why do I want children? Mm-hmm. So the the first question came gradually in my twenties when people my my friends were having children and you know I'm sort of having sex and it's like, do I want children? So that was mm-hmm. the first one, and then I was like, sure. Sure, I want children. I like yeah. children, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want? I'm not a bad person. I want children, right? Mm. So the first one was kind of like a, mm, I guess. And then as I got older and I was like really questioning things I was doing to myself, for myself, for other people. I was like, why? 
But why though? Just, just mm. if I can answer that one, then, then I know. Because the first one is a maybe. First one is like, yeah, sure. But why do I want children? And I just, I couldn't answer myself honestly without sounding like what I've been told. Mm. Yeah. You know, you know, you should continue the generational name. And I have gripes <coughs> with, I have gripes with like my surname as it is, because it's a very colonial surname. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like marriage and kids were never because of my gripe with like my history. I was just like marriage. Why would I want to? I mean, I take someone else's surname. I don't really care. But why would I hand that surname over to someone else? So really, and for women and men, it's different, mm. right? For men, it's like, oh, it's my lineage. I want my surname to live on past when I'm dead. For women, it's not the same because we end up marrying yeah. in most occasions. Yeah. So I have my mom's name. So it, it wasn't even the case for me. However, I got to the second question. Why do I want children? And I couldn't answer it for myself. And I asked other people who have children, like, why do you want children? And their reasons to me didn't resonate. I'm like, but I don't resonate with that. Why do you want children? I don't resonate with that. Why do you want children? So every single person that gave me an answer, I knew that this was a big step somehow. I knew this was like, I can't just go into it eventually and be like, oh yeah, I had a kid. No, it's just, I, I knew that this was something that I had to think about. And because I couldn't come up with answers for myself, I had reserved to not not doing it mm. because it felt like it was just something I was supposed to do. Mm. And I mean, kids is not even the only thing that I was questioning. Marriage was the other one. And I'm like, what is it out of marriage that I want that I can't get out of a long-term committed relationship? Mm. Like, what's the difference there? And even until today, I still didn't have an answer. Maybe for like legal purposes or like practical purposes, for financial purposes. But if I can't do it another way, like why am I doing it this way? Mm. So I think I've just gone through my life like questioning why. And with children, it's just so crazy because just like people are saying, oh, when are you having kids? I get the same. And if I say, no, I'm not having them. So they're judging you. Yeah. What do you, what do you, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Can't you have children? I'm like, I probably can, mm, I just don't but them. I just don't mm -hmm. want them. And then I get this look as if I hate children. Mm -hmm. And I love children. I, I just want to be the auntie, the cool aunt <laughs> that like comes in, spoils the kids, babysits kids. Mm -hmm. That's me. Mm. I love kids. I really, really do. But I feel like society feels like you're, you're, an, you're an evil person. You're a selfish person. Selfish, I've heard. Mm -hmm. Selfish. And yes, I am selfish because... I'm making this decision based off of my own personal reasons and not how, because how and, and not be and not because and someone not because someone else is telling me to do it. Yeah. But it's also interesting when it comes to dating because I do feel like children and masculinity are so intertwined for men. So for men it's like you know, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a father that just ups my masculinity even more mm. or my status as a man. And so maybe you guys can speak to that, yeah, children and masculinity 100%. and what it equals to be a man. But for, for us, it's the same and it's probably worse mm. because it's just expected that it's going to happen. Mm. And so my mom is finding it really hard. It's been almost 10 so years I, now I, I of telling go back, her it's not going to happen. Asking, how is that selfish? You doing something for yourself? Well, you think that, right? You would think that. it, uh, But people really do think mm. that people who don't want children But do you selfish. think it's selfish? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, never, I don't think it's selfish. I do think it's self-care and self-awareness mm. that, I, that I know I cannot put myself in a situation mm. that I, I haven't bought into. Yeah. I haven't bought into kids. I haven't. So love them, but I just, it's not my journey and it's not everyone's journey. And I think that was my question as well. Like, is it everyone's journey just because I'm a woman and I have a womb? It, it, I, I really you hope know. you get to a place where you don't care for anyone's answer when you... Oh, I really yeah. don't. Like, <laughs> literally not even... No, I really don't. Like, I'm where just... you shut down and yeah. just like, cool, I'm not going to deal with your ignorance. Yeah. So what I do is... Yeah. When people come to me and they're like, but why? Oh my God. So the same thing that you said to Scarlett, I met you and I knew we were going to be a good mother. You don't know that. 
this is true. You don't mm. know that. Mm. But, but beautiful, I, 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 beautiful I, I, women I, I, get it all I, I, the time. I can also... No, no, no. no, no, it's no, no in no. terms I, of personality. I want to tell you Because I, I think of the same... From my experience. Of, same of you in terms of just your personality. But you know me. And what, I, I know, but I know from your personality, yeah. I've never seen you with kids, but I know yeah. that you'd be a great aunt and you'd be a great mum. Yeah. Because there's just energy, this loving right? energy mm. that I associate with motherhood because of my mum. Mm. And and then watching people with great mums and how mums manoeuvre. But, but do you know, do you know why that's still a challenge? It's a hundred percent. And I stand to be corrected. It, it doesn't, doesn't always transfer. And also, women who are a lot more warm and soft-spoken and nurturing are seen as good mothers versus women who are boss-ass women, mm. very straightforward to the uh, point. Uh, They're never seen as good mothers. Uh, uh, I've got I've got or, to say this because my mum's on this business thing like she she gets up she goes yeah. she's very driven she doesn't wait for a man she's on it and that's how I see good mothers so oh. when I meet women that are go-getters and blah 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 and they Get take it. care of shit I think yeah. that equates mm. to being a good mum mm. the interesting thing I wanted to say because you're not going to wait on somebody you're going to do whatever it takes mm -hmm. to look after your personal interest mm -hmm. and if that is a child you will extend that courtesy to the child so that's what what's in my mind so it's not coming from a that the, mm. um prototype stereotypical version mm. of motherhood it's more from watching great women execute great motherhood what's your thoughts on that Ralph? what yeah. i wanted to say sorry i actually wanted to make a different point yeah please. my point sorry. was that so now i go and i go on a first date with with someone and or second date or whatever eventually we get to like oh do you want kids how many and it's not do you want kids how many kids do you want one day mm. and i'm like no it's not it's Is not that for question me. asked before or after after what relations David, after what after relations <laughs> no because i know <laughs> why i would ask such a stupid <laughs> question like that <laughs> yes you know yes. what it is i really yes. need adult words on this podcast because all the not the pre-adult words yeah. sound worse <sighs> than the actual word <laughs> so <clears throat> it doesn't matter when the conversation happens but when it does happen it's oh when do you want children and i'll be like uh no it's not, it's not my portion. And it seems as if, and this might be because I'm from the continent of Africa, right? So men are very traditional. Like I said, masculinity, manhood, children. Mm. So I can offer you two things in this world. It's marriage and children. And you can't get them without me. So mm. this is me. Look at me. You know? I've never looked at it like right? that. Right? Right. So, so, so since, yeah. I, <laughs> since that's not my portion, um, and they're like, and what about marriage? And if I'm like, hmm. I mean, it's neither here nor there, but not really. It's I can see the wheels turning because yeah. it's like, what am I bringing? Oh shit! So you just want yeah. me? What have I got to offer? So you just yeah. want me and not the baby making machine, not the the person that's gonna up your status in the world of womanhood by putting a ring on it. Not you don't want that. So so you just want me? Oh shit! You know, it it just I can see in most heads there's like a there's like a why like. Well, oh, you'll change your mind. You just haven't met the right man. Or you just... <laughs> but I, I, I do think that there is that thing of like, as a man, you become somebody that is worthy of marrying based on very capitalistic, Eurocentric ideas. So it's like, I get, I've got money and I have... And I offer those two things to you That's in exchange true. for your commitment to me above all else, regardless of my behaviour. Yeah. And the second those things aren't the offering, and I actually have to check for you, now you've got to develop your character. The mm -hmm. underdeveloped side of you is now on show. Yeah. And I think often that's the part of that's really challenging because it's like, oh, you want me. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting is that I only accept people who are into me. Mm -hmm. The things that I have and the things that I can do, I don't accept as a selling point. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and so whenever I find somebody leaning into those things, I just reject them outright. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's confusing. Like if, And I feel like maybe this is just where I've just always been different is... I know what I can do and that will never change. Like even if you, and anyone knows it's been around me long enough, if I'm on holiday, I will start a business on holiday. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I will see what's happening in the hotel and be like, you know what you're missing? Mm. And then before you know it, I have a person in my mind, a service that I can promote mm. and sell on this holiday. And everyone's just looking at me like, bruv, do you not switch off? Mm. No. no. So I know that I can provide that already. So that doesn't then become something that I measure, but I've been in relationships where I didn't matter. 
Yeah. Like, oh, I'm unwell. And they're like, oh, you figure it out. Like that kind of energy. But can I take your card? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, could, could you just transfer over 1,000 the bills are due? Like that type of relationship. I've been in that. And you you have to sit there and think to yourself, how did I get here? So I, mm. I do really get what you're you're saying in that regard. But I do think it's also quite interesting. And excuse me for like presenting it in this way, but like, who are you as a woman if you're not a mother and a wife? That's true. I think I think men can ask themselves, well, what what does it mean to be a man? And you know, a part of it is you know having children and stuff, and the same for women. But we don't really ask that question to ourselves. Mm. We don't really ask who am I outside of marriage, mm. outside of children. Who am I? Mm. Because I think a lot of our identity is made up of. How will you be as a mother? How will you be as a wife? You're trained like that from from early on. From the, you don't even know that yeah, you're being trained tales. for it. You don't even know that you're being baby doll toys. Exactly. You don't even know that you're being trained and geared towards those things. So if you take those things away, what do you teach your children? Mm. Like what do you teach them about being nurturing and kind and not only just to children, but to other adults, mm. to peers, to friends. So it's an interesting but, but, conversation where you take those elements away and you're just like, it's just me. I'm not going to be the mother of your children. Mm. I'm yeah. also not going to be your wife. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. But then but, have, you, have you ever thought more intrinsically than that? Just like, who are you? Because so, so like on Red Pill on Twitter or, or, or podcasters, you will hear conversations of women who don't have children are unhappy at a certain point. Their achievements don't, you know, placate their, yeah. the desire for like having a family. That's what their value is. Now, I, don't, gonna... I don't necessarily agree with that wholeheartedly, but that's what everyone is trained and taught. The sentiment so you is you're going to end up old and alone. Yeah. Mm. But most people with children end up old and alone anyway. Mm. They die alone. Mm. Um, I'm going to make an anecdote of my biological father who i found on father's day this year <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. that's a whole long story podcast. that's a different podcast however um when i met him i just realized it's, it was just a cycle of him and his father so his father died my grandfather died by himself he had three children if i'm not mistaken um, three children died by himself in an old age home during COVID. Mm. And my biological father was here in Joburg. So I'm from George. Well, not here in Joburg, but in Joburg. And it's about a two hour flight. Um, and he just, he wouldn't go home as often. So he would go once a year. And during the pandemic, didn't go at all because of like traveling and stuff. And then eventually just didn't go because he didn't have a job. Long story short, he found out this year earlier this year that his dad died two years ago oh mm. my god and he was because he was living in a home they can't keep the bodies until mm. you come and get yeah. them so they're just cremated yeah him and, and he, no he went there. back this year only two years after mm. so uh, very personal very maybe a little bit mm. traumatic but that's the extent to which people who do have children also are just abandoned and left because it doesn't make the fact that you can bear children doesn't make you a good parent doesn't make you fit to be a parent mm -hmm. and there's so many who just have so many people who just have children because it's expected but then they are horrible parents and they mm. don't even attempt to be better parents yeah. for their children mm. can i just go on just the thing about <clears throat> parents dying alone i wanted to i don't know I, not to negate your point but like i wanted to so, for example, um, uh, about four months ago, my mother-in-law passed away. And last week, my father-in-law passed away. Oh, sorry to Sorry. Hear. And the deaths were two completely different deaths. My mother-in-law had her children, her, her in-laws, her mm. grandchildren, all around her mm. bed. Um, my father-in-law, maybe I think two of the children were there. Mm. And that was purely indicative of how he lived his life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's just, I, I wanted to make that. that Perhaps that maybe that's, that's the reference. Though, Perhaps maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know if, if that's maybe the reference that people are, are making, because mm. if, if you don't really have children, right, then 
all the people that you are living with or that you care for are kind of in your age range. Mm. So they will mm. all die out eventually. Mm. And as you go, you grow older, the people that you love will start just dying. Mm. So maybe that's what people are referencing. The fact that you don't have a younger generation that really, really checks for you and yeah. cares for mm. you in that way. But I, I think, um, as you said about being a bad parent, people check for you out of the investment that you make to them when yeah. they're, they're young. Yeah. Like I've been on both my sons from they were born in the in their mum's bellies, talking to them how I'm talking to you mm. like now, cracking jokes, showing them the the realest version of me, mm. so that they know who their dad is yeah. and whatnot, and make sure that we harness a, a strong friendship. Mm. So I know I've got to give guidance and everything, yeah. but it's a strong friendship, mm. so that my 22 year old wants to hang out with me. Yeah. Like if I say I'm going to do this, mm. what are you doing? You know, ah, tag along, Dad, mm. and whatnot. He doesn't want to say, ah, oh, no, I'm not coming. Yeah. I check for him yeah. regularly, mm. and and he checks for me regularly. Mm. And yeah, I think what I I just thought of something, and it's completely <laughs> off topic of what you're saying right now. Mm. But I just wanted to add, just as much as people um, would think that it's so devastating that I don't want my own children. And some of it, initially, I had to go to therapy and ask myself, is it, is it rooted in my own perception of motherhood and what uh, I think it should be? Mm. And do I think I can't live up to that? Mm. So I've done the work for people yeah. who will listen and think, oh, you know, maybe there's other issues there. I've gone through all of the options. I've, I've, I've extended my, my, my sense of digging mm. into myself. And I was like, but. How can I, how can I, out of so many billions of people on this earth, be one of the few people who are actually questioning this thing for real? Because when I ask people, it's just so straightforward mm. for them. But for me, it's like, why, why can't I just get it? Mm. Why can't I just make this decision? Mm. However, that doesn't mean that I am not open to mothering. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that it's, just, it's I'm talking about the kids that are going to come mm -hmm. from me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So... As much as I don't want them, I don't want, I don't want to bear them. I absolutely love and want to attribute to children's lives. Mm. My friends have children. People that I care about have children. And those are the children that I feel I can invest in. Mm. Mm. All of this uncertainty that I have cannot be geared towards a child that I bear. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. I would rather support where I feel like I have the means to support, where I have the means to care, the means to love. Mm. And and have the buy-in, but but it's it's kind of not a hundred percent my buy-in. Mm. Mm. I, th I think there's a sense? thing about just like an individual's capacity. Mm. And as I said before, I don't think people have been honest about what their capacity is, either in the relationship stage or the family stage, even the family you come from. We're not really honest with anybody, as in like I ain't got it. Mm. And there's always this sort of feel like you have to just fulfill the role regardless of how you feel. Yeah. So I think it is great that you're saying, I don't want to have mm. children. Also, too many children have been born into this world for people who do not want them Absolutely. and do not yeah. honour them. Absolutely. And it creates its own form of chaos yeah. because they end up going somewhere and they end up creating harm for other people mm -hmm. who, are, who are in this world. So I always celebrate it when people just say, I'm okay. Yeah. And I actually think more men should say that type of thing. More men should get vasectomies. More mm. men should just tap out from creating life because it's not what they think it is in terms of just like, yeah, I, I got a child over there and a child over there. Mm. But like, they don't know them. They don't have a relationship. Yeah. And those children don't grow up to be healthy beings. They don't. No. Mm. Um, and no they end up being these lost souls that we have to deal with. Um, we've only got about a minute or so left. Does anyone have any final things that they want to share with all of us? On this? I think I I also want to encourage people to talk about the other side. Like you said, you know, with this couple that everyone looks up to, but no one talks about the fact that, you know, we cussed each other out in the lift mm. before we got into this podcast. <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? But the same for children. Mm. I do feel like the marketing around children is just so one-sided. Oh, my mm. God, they're the joys of life. They're, this. Mm. they're hard work. Yeah. And it's podcasts like this and where people are, need yeah. to be, <laughs> you know, just be honest yeah. about it because mm. people who are so uncertain about do I want this for myself is just going into it blindly yeah. because, yeah, it's of course, it's going to be great, right? Mm. And it's not. And the marketing around it is just so fake. People, mm. even people who do end up having children and say, I regret having children, you yeah. know. When I hear those like stories, they, they don't feel like they can say they that. They don't either. feel like they yeah. can say I mean, that. They failed. It's, like, it's not that yeah. you failed. Yeah. It's just that's maybe something wasn't meant for you. Mm. 
But I, I would I'd always say that I really, whenever I come across people that are like, I do not want children, I have so much respect for that because mm. the, the level of thought that you've just described mm. in terms of getting to the point of saying that I do not want children, I would, nine out of 10 people who do have children and do want children haven't gone through that. In the same mm. way, when I spoke about me and my wife having children, we were just like, we're going to have kids. There was no deep introspection of why we're going to have kids. And what that looks like. What, what that looks like. What we, we just knew this is what we're going to do. Mm. So when whenever I hear people say that, I'm like, you have to respect that. Of course. Because that's, that's thought. Yeah. That's thought and energy that's gone into that to say, and that's a, it's not an easy thing to say, I don't want children in terms of everything that you said on, on, on how you're then judged. So like, you, how can you not respect that? Mm. Yeah, I, I'm always a champion for people that think differently anyway. So... Sometimes I think the biggest part of friendship is acceptance. And if you meet a friend that just thinks of the world differently, mm. Amen. instead That's of questioning them, just accept who they are. And learn mm. from and them learn. as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I think it'll, I think like a crying baby for three months in a row will just <laughs> destroy yeah. oh my, my yeah. relationship with my partner. Yep. I and just everyone. know it. Yeah. I know it. Yourself um, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me after not having slept seven hours, if I get three hours sleep in, oh, I'm a different person. Oh, yo. <laughs> One time we were flying from um, Joburg to Cape Town and it was an early start. Don't think this person didn't speak to me for three hours. Yeah, like, I can't. Like, at all. Not a word for no. three hours, yeah? I can't. Then we get there and like I'm trying to navigate, get into the hotel, just stuff. And she's just not participating. Yeah. She's zoned out. So you know what you can't do? Yeah. Is the school run and you pick up the child. Is that... So today, oh, oh miss one. The, firing, and the story the is so firing. long, and the story is so long. It gets so to the long. point. Yeah, <laughs> get to the point. All right. <laughs> On that note, is thank you so much for listening to us. We have to get out of here. We've overstayed our welcome, but thank you so much for listening to the Dope Black Dads yeah. podcast. Please subscribe wherever you subscribe and watch us whether it be on YouTube or wherever you're listening on your podcast make sure you follow us on Instagram we are nearing 200,000 followers I don't know how we did it but clearly we're doing something right we're also on TikTok um, but YouTube is our main home at this point in time Uh, special thanks to everyone at Spotify Mm -hmm. but also our wonderful guests uh, Nee, Scarlett, Darwood and Romanta Uh, we appreciate you all and please come and join us again make it normal please I appreciate it All right, cool I'll speak to you all later thank you Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.